Hello, welcome back to the Eight Pillars podcast. I'm Kate, and today we are discussing hosting monthly meetings with ourselves. So I'm thinking that we will host these meetings at the beginning of a new month, and they will be all reflecting on the previous month as a way to plan and figure out what worked and what didn't work in the last month and how to improve that in the next month or to keep doing what you're doing if it was great. So I feel like a lot of times we'll be like, oh, it was a great month or it was a terrible month and we'll just generalize it and we don't really know why it was great or why it wasn't so great. So I thought, what better way to host these monthly meetings than to frame them around the eight pillars. Because I haven't really been able to tie in the eight pillars super directly into one of my topics yet. And I definitely want to start doing that. I mean, I feel like every topic that I cover could fall under one of the eight pillars. That's kind of why I made the eight pillars, because I wanted it to cover so many different topics so I can really go anywhere with what I want to talk about. But I do want to specifically touch on each one because I feel like each one covers almost every single part of our lives. I feel like the only area that I can really think of when I was going through and planning this today, I feel like I don't cover money in the eight pillars. But that's because I don't know how much that has to do with wellness. Technically, it could tie into like your mental health and whatnot, but I don't really touch on anything financial or job related it's more wellness and how you're feeling overall and like the relationships in your lives how you're feeling in your mental health physical health so I don't touch on areas of your life like work and money but you could also incorporate that into your monthly meetings because I feel like that is something that is positive to reflect on and especially for girls in our 20s it's something that I think a lot about. I think a lot about money and saving my money, paying my loans, and I think a lot about work. I mean, I'm working my nine to five every single day. So those could be two other categories that you could incorporate into your monthly meeting with yourself if you want. But I just wanted to say that first before we get into all of the questions that I want you to ask yourself as we run through each pillar. So I'm going to kind of frame it as a journaling exercise. Of course, you could just ask yourself some of these questions and think about it, but I definitely think it is more productive to write things down, as I always say. So how we're going to do this is I'm just going to run through each pillar and then what are some questions that I would ask myself about my month that relate to that pillar. And you can write them down as you go. If you hear one that you might like or want to reflect on. But yeah, I'll just give you some ideas of how you can host these monthly meetings with yourself. So first, I would definitely do like a page per pillar. So there's eight of them, eight pages. Sorry if you just heard my brother hacking in the background, but eight pages. If it were me, I would just start off with the first pillar and then not put the second one down until I'm done writing about the first because I like to have plenty of room if I want to go over a certain page limit. So let's get into it. So the first pillar is positive mindsets. So some questions that I would ask myself would be, how was my mindset for the majority of the month? Was I consistently positive or did I notice that I was complaining a lot or feeling super negative? What might have influenced 
this sort of thinking, whether it be positive or negative, what influenced your thinking in this past month. So maybe you're feeling really tired or sick this past month. You weren't feeling super energized and motivated, so you didn't want to work. You just had a negative mindset, kind of didn't feel as excited about each day. Those could all be different things that influence your mindset in the past month. And then I want you to ask yourself after reflecting, how can I improve my mindset this next month or what went well that I want to continue with? So if you did have a really positive mindset in the past month, why was that? And would you like to carry over, if possible, if there were things in your control, would you like to carry over those same activities or habits or thought processes that you had in the past month into the next month. So that's what I would say for pillar one. And then going on to pillar two, supportive relationships. So how were my close relationships this month? Did I make enough time as I would have liked to see everyone I wanted to see? Did I get along with everyone? Did I feel good after spending time with the people that I did? And if there were conflicts, what were they based around? So that was a lot, but you can really break it down. Basically, look at the big picture of how your relationships were that month with your friends, with your significant other, with your family. Did you see these people a lot? Who did you see as much as you would have liked? Or who did you not see enough of? Who maybe did you see too much of? And did you get along with everybody? Who did you? Who didn't you? And I think the really important question that I listed was, did you feel good when spending time with those people. This is a great thing to reflect on here and there. Even if people are your friends, it's great to look back and be like, okay, was I feeling good when I was spending time with this person? I think that's a very productive question because there's a pretty self-explanatory step that you can take after answering that question. So yeah, if you're not feeling good consistently and maybe you do your monthly meetings with yourself all the time and you notice that you keep saying that you didn't feel good when you're around the same person, maybe that's a sign to remove that person from your life. So this is why I think these questions can be pretty productive. And then after you ask yourself all of those questions, oh, same with the, if there were conflicts, what were they based around? This is an important one to reflect on because it can help you determine if you were the problem in any of your relationships in your life or if somebody else did something that bothered you. So of course, if you were the problem, then that's something that you can work on. That's something that you can make some sort of action plan towards fixing. And if somebody else was the one who you think is the cause of the conflicts in the past month, then just keep note of it, you know? Doesn't mean anything's everybody has their moments doesn't mean anything serious is wrong but just keep note of it and it's also just a good way to look back and be like yeah I know that I did my best in all of the conflicts that came up in my life during that month so you keep doing what you're doing and just keep watch of if anybody else is causing any conflict in your life and then how would I improve how I feel about my relationships this next month or what went well that I want to continue with. So who do you want to keep seeing more of? Who would you like to see less of maybe? Did you maybe start certain conflicts in your relationships that were really unnecessary? And did you feel good spending time around the people that you spent time around? So these are all good questions to then use as a way to 
move into the next month and make choices that will feel better for you than they did in the previous month if it wasn't a great experience. Okay, and then moving on to the next one, exercise and healthy eating. This is kind of an easy one I feel like to reflect on because it's not a super deep one. So what was my relationship to exercise and healthy eating this past month? Did I eat a majority of the time healthy and maybe limit myself too much on having treats? Or did I indulge a lot and not eat as good as I would have liked? There's no wrong answer with these questions. This is your meeting, so you're the only one who has to meet your own desires and goals. So if you ate really healthy, but you were like, yeah, I was honestly restricting myself the whole time and I felt stressed out about food and like I had to be super watchful of what I'm eating, then okay, that's also something to be like, yeah, I ate healthy, but you should also be leaving some room in there for balance. And then, of course, if you indulge a lot and you're also not happy with that, then leave room for balance in a healthy way as well. So that's why I think these questions are important to look back on. And there could be a variety of reasons for why your month was one way compared to the other. So, of course, with the holidays approaching, I'm sure a lot of us are going to be indulging a lot more. And to me, that is perfectly okay. I kind of allow myself to have this time to eat what I want to eat. I feel like this is the one time a year where you get to eat a lot of things that you don't get to at any other time of the year. So it's very like special and exciting in that sense. So yeah, I like all the sweet treats. Give me all the carbs. But anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. And then same with exercise. Did you move your body as much as you would have liked or could you have a little bit more? And then questions that I would ask myself to move forward into the next month would be, what would I like to do differently this next month in terms of my eating habits? What was I proud of myself for doing this past month and would like to continue with? And is there a new exercise, meal, or drink that I would like to start incorporating into my life in the next month? So I feel like that last one is a really fun one because how many times do we like scroll through TikTok and see like, Ooh, a before bed cocktail with cherry juice, even maybe a new supplement that you want to try or a dinner or breakfast you want to make, or maybe you see, see some sort of meal prep that you want to try and then you just forget about it. I feel like this monthly meeting would be the perfect time to go through your TikTok likes from the past month or your saves and see any recipes you saved or any sort of even exercise tips or routines that you want to try. Maybe you want to try a Pilates class. Maybe you want to try hot yoga. Maybe you just want to do a yoga video that you saw somebody recommend on YouTube when you're at home. So go through and kind of compile all of these things that you might have saved in the past month so that you can actually do them in the next month. Because I have such a problem with this too. I think we all do. We save so many things we want to buy or we want to try or that or even a really like good mindset that we saw that we liked that somebody incorporates into their life and then we just completely forget about it but we save it because we think we're going to go back to it but we don't actually. I think this is a great time to go back and look for those things and then write them down in your journal because I don't think TikTok likes serve as well as they could as documentation of something that you actually want to do. So write it down and then you can take a picture of your journal when you're at the grocery store if there's a recipe and there you go. You're actually doing it. And then the next pillar is gratitude and reflection. So how grateful did I feel this past month? 
Did I focus more on what I don't have or what I do have? And did I take the time to appreciate what I do have enough and reflect on that? So this also can vary just like your mindsets can vary. If we're feeling more negative, we're probably not feeling as grateful for everything that we have as we could each day. I find that I'm a lot more positive when I'm really in check with all of my gratitude practices. So you can kind of dig into why maybe did you not feel super grateful this month? Maybe you were feeling unlucky. Maybe you had some bad moments of luck, even though I don't really think anything has to do with luck. But just reflect on where you think the lack of feeling grateful came from this past month because it comes from somewhere there's a reason you didn't feel like that and then maybe you were feeling super grateful all month so list out what the things were this past month that you felt super grateful for and then how can I show up more grateful in my life in this next month or did I develop a good routine to consistently remind myself to show gratitude and focus on what I do have and not what I don't in this past month and would I like to carry that over into the next month so Like I always say, I do gratitude journaling pretty much every single morning before work when I'm home and that always helps me to remain very grateful throughout the day and I also have developed a very conscious mindset when it comes to me complaining in my head where I'll catch myself complaining about something stupid and then I like reel it back in and I remind myself of what I'm grateful for and I kind of just keep myself in check in that way because yeah it really helps to start start your day off with the gratitude journaling but it has to be a consistent practice that you're also incorporating just in your mind so it helps to be conscious of when you find yourself complaining because that's how you actually get this mindset to stick. Okay, and then moving on, and I don't know what number I'm on because I made this list out in OneNote. That's where I type up all my episode outlines, and for some reason, after pillar number three, it started labeling every single pillar one, 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 one. So we're just moving on. Now is, oh wait, this is five. I know this one, and nobody say anything about me not remembering the numbers that align with each pillar. There's eight of them, so it's a lot to keep track of. But next is rest, self-care, pleasure. So this is a fun one to reflect on. So did I have a lot of fun this past month? Do I feel rested? Did I do things for myself that bring me joy and pleasure? What are some examples of things that I did for this pillar? So did you go with your friends? Did you go on walks by yourself as a method of self-care? Maybe you got your nails done. Maybe you got your hair done. Maybe you just did a lot of journaling. That's a method of self-care even what you eat. Did you treat yourself? These are all different examples of pleasure. You could also reflect on sleep since we're talking about rest too. Did you sleep enough? Are you feeling well rested or was this past month super exhausting for you? And if you didn't get enough rest, self-care, and pleasure this past month, why did you not make enough time for it or why did you feel like you didn't have enough time for it? I feel like a lot of times we feel like we don't have enough time for these things. And yeah, I get it. Everyone gets really busy. But I always used to be like that where I just was constantly like, I don't have enough time. I just don't have enough time to do anything fun. I just don't have enough time to relax. Like I have, I would have so much homework and then I have to work and then I have to work out and just so busy, busy, busy. And yes, you need to do all the things that you need to get done. You have a job, you got to work, you got to do all your other have-tos. 
But there comes a point in each day where you have to make the choice to just be like, okay, I did enough and now I will do something for myself. And for me, especially with this podcast, there's no time that the work is ever done. And I always hear people talk about that when they have their own businesses. They're like, yeah, it's great to have your own business and kind of be your own boss. But the work never ends because you always could be creating more and coming up with more ideas. And I always could be making more social media posts and planning more episodes out and coming up with all these different ideas for me to grow more quickly. But I would go absolutely insane if I didn't put a limit on that. So it comes to a certain point in the night when I'm like, okay, I did as much as I could. I just have to stop now. And I listened to a podcast with a big divorce lawyer who I'm blanking on the name right now, but I'm planning on reading his book. So there'll probably be an episode on that too. But he is one of the biggest, most high profile divorce lawyers And he explained his daily routine when he was on this podcast. And he, of course, had a crazy strict routine. He woke up at like 4.30, worked out, then he immediately would get to work. And then he'd come home from work and he would work a little bit more. And then come like 6.37, he would just stop. And he said, there's no time that my work is ever done as a lawyer. So I'm lucky that my 9 to 5 ends at 4.35. But since I have my podcast, that never really ends. So I kind of get it. I feel like, especially if you're somebody who's really entrepreneurial, you'll have the same sort of experience. But there has to be a time when you're just like, I did enough. So after that whole tangent, when I asked the question, why did I not make enough time for rest, self-care, and pleasure? I really think it does have to do with you making the time, not really having the time, if that makes sense. And then going forward, what would I like to do more of in terms of rest, self-care, and pleasure this next month? Or what did I enjoy that I did and would like to do again? So maybe you felt really frantic each day in the past month and felt that urge like you had to be productive every five seconds because we've all been there. I definitely have those little phases where I just feel like I need to be doing something constantly in order to get anywhere. But I always realize I'm not my happiest when I feel like that and I am way more happy and see way better results when I just relax and make time for things that bring me enjoyment as well. So that was a long one, but moving on to the next one is discipline. Did I stick to the promises that I have made to myself? Did I stick to the routines and rituals that make me feel my best? Where did I fall off, if at all, and why? Was I too disciplined and didn't allow myself to have any rest or fun? So these are all questions you can ask yourself and it'll be different for everybody. So I'll have months where I feel like I fell off of some of my routines that make me feel good and maybe I had some lazy moments or maybe I was even just going through the motions like in my morning routine. Sometimes I'll journal and I'll do my devotional and gratitude journaling but I don't feel really like tuned into it. I feel like I'm just doing it because I know I need to do it. And sometimes you still have to push through and just, that's what discipline is. Do the things that you told yourself you're going to do, but it definitely helps to feel really locked into what you're doing and actually passionate about it. And then maybe on the other hand, you were too disciplined. That is also a problem that I've had many times before too. Did you allow yourself to have any rest or fun like we just talked about? And then how can I be more disciplined if I'm not happy with the past month? Or how can I be less structured if I didn't allow myself enough time for fun and rest the past month? All right, and then moving on to the next one, time spent alone. 
Did I leave plenty of time for myself to be alone and do what feels best for me? Do I feel like I had independence this past month or did I find that I was constantly with other people? Have I been feeling the need to be with other people more often? If so, why? Or have I been enjoying and preferring to be alone lately? If so, why? I feel like these are important questions to ask ourselves because sometimes we feel the need to constantly be around people because we might be avoiding something that we're feeling when we're alone. Or sometimes we want to constantly be alone. Maybe we're having some sort of anxiety around being other with other people. Or maybe you're just not feeling your most confident and you want to just isolate yourself. I've been there too. So these are important questions to reflect on and really get to the root of it all so that you can improve your next month and create more balance. All of the eight pillars are really just about balance in your life. And then going forward, how can I make time for quality alone time this next month? So the time spent alone pillar is to emphasize quality alone time with yourself. So that could be journaling, doing something that isn't sitting and scrolling on your phone. Even watching a show I feel like is fine. Just doing something that makes you feel good and isn't influenced by anybody else's opinions or what anybody else wants you to do for them. It's just your own choice of what you want to do, but I feel like it's important to incorporate some sort of reflection into that alone time. So that's why I mentioned journaling. You could do meditation, yoga, just any sort of quiet alone time like we talked about in last week's episode where we talked about cultivating reflective strength. I think that it's important to have that productive alone time where you're sitting with your thoughts and observing them, allowing them to pass by because then you can carry all of those practices of being present into other parts of your life. So time spent alone, quality time spent alone is very, very essential. And then how can I make time for quality alone time this next month? Or how was I happy with my alone time this past month? What were some things that I did when I was alone that I enjoyed? And what are some I would like to do this next month? So that's another thing. Go back into your TikTok likes or whatever you saved on Instagram or wherever else and find all of the little activities that you want to do when you're by yourself or the movies you want to watch or the journal prompts that you wanted to use and compile them here so that you can actually use them this next month. And then moving on to the eighth pillar, a balanced relationship with technology. This is a very important one to reflect on because how often do we really do it? Did I spend way more time on technology and social media than I would have liked to? Be very honest with yourself. If you want to go into the screen time section of your phone, that's a really honest way to reflect on this. And what is a time limit I can set for myself to help control my time scrolling on my phone or on my computer. So I'm not even going to act like I don't have a high screen time. I mean, even if I'm not scrolling, which I have been a lot lately on TikTok, and I always feel my best when I don't scroll on TikTok, but it's just so fun like when it gets closer to the holidays and you get to see what everybody's doing for the holidays. It gives me a lot of inspiration in ways, and I'm sure everyone can agree. But then I just get so much extra information that I don't need. So that's when I'm like, okay, I need to have some sort of limit. And it's also hard with trying to make social media posts all the time. I use social media to get inspiration for ideas for posts as well. And then a lot of times that when I'm on my phone, I'm actually just creating my own. So kind of hard to limit my screen time when I'm trying to do this. But 
I think we all can set a certain time like at the end of the night come like seven o'clock get off your phone or at least like don't go on TikTok I feel like TikTok is just so overstimulating and same with in the morning just don't check your phone for the first hour or two when you're up and then going forward what else would I like to do this month with the time that I usually spend on technology so when you set this limit for yourself also think of fun things that you would like to use that time for so it'll be a little bit more motivating to not use technology as much if you also have ideas of things that you want to incorporate into that time that you usually spend scrolling so yeah that is all of the reflection questions that I would ask myself in my monthly meeting around the eight pillars and one other thing that I want to add especially after last week's episode where we went over the book be Where Your Feet Are by Scott M. O'Neill. I talked about a leadership constitution. So if you did write your leadership constitution, if you didn't, go back to that episode and listen so that you can learn what it is and write about it. But I think that this monthly meeting would be a great time for you to look back at your leadership constitution and see if you have been holding true to your values that you declared that you live by in your constitution. So you can just skim over it and see. You don't even have to write about this. Just sit there and think, okay, do I feel like I lived by my core attributes that I stated in my leadership constitution? Am I happy with that? Am I not? How could I have done better? Those are also great questions to add at the end of your monthly meeting with yourself. So yeah, I feel like this is a fun idea to tie in the eight pillars into our every month. And I'm definitely going to start doing this and maybe I'll start actually making posts about it too and sharing what my monthly meetings were all about and what I want to work on, what went well for me. I feel like this is a very fun and productive way to move into each new month and sorry that you're all seeing this kind of in the middle of November but at least now you have it going into December. So yeah thank you guys so much for listening that is all that I have today. Please follow the podcast Instagram at 8pillarspod if you can please leave a rating and five-star review or a five-star rating and a review that would be so great and I will see you next week.